Boys and girls, Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Welcome to another very exciting episode. This is your host, Cameron Berry. Joining me as always, this resident comedian, Anthony Barrera. What's up, what's up? It's, it's your boy, Young Baphomet. Young Bad Neasy still at the helm. <laughs> also joining us, we have Monterey Bay comic, Michael Booth. What's up, dude? And joining us for a dude, very special intro, all the way from Chicago, Gabriel Alviso. How are you doing, Gabe? <laughs> <laughs> Laugh fits instantly right off the bat. Oh my god, <laughs> my life sucks. <laughs> okay. Fresh update from Gabe. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> so let's do some catch up really quick. It's been awesome in the studio. Oh my god, dude, Cameron, you're like a whole other person yeah. right now. <laughs> I know. As soon as the people get on the podcast, yeah, they're like, a, oh, podcast, <laughs> yeah. get with the vibe. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> what's, been, what's been fresh, Michael? What you been up to, man? Oh man, we had the we had the show on Saturday. Um, it was a lot of fun, you know. I I was really sad that you weren't able to be there, Cameron. But it was a great night on Sunday um, and Saturday, uh, and then we uh, went to the mic last night, which was also pretty great in uh, in Santa Cruz. So mm. just a lot of comedy this Labor Day weekend and uh, comedy jams. Yeah, went back to work today and was just like. Rip, you know. You're one of the few Americans who actually went back to work. <laughs> Every Labor Day, I'm like, this is the time. The revolution comes now. Yeah. We finally remember what Labor Day means. We take back the streets. And then everybody's just at work on Tuesday. And I'm like, fuck. Ah. There's, yeah. There's like four people wearing white at work today. I was like. Amateurs. Yeah. <laughs> we live way too far from SF for that to matter, unfortunately. I was just, I just notice it whenever it happens. You've been yeah. always been the fancy lad at work, though. What's been, mm. new, what's been new with you, Anthony? What you been up to, man? I uh, had the XL show, you know what I'm saying? Hosted, did my thing. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? It go. was super, you know, the vibes were there the entire night, man. It was fucking awesome. I don't want to say record record show up attendance yet, but we're looking at record attendance. <laughs> yeah, it was up there. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, um, really close. Yeah, then I uh, had to go to work. That night? No, fuck no. I had to go to work at like uh, 8 a.m. Monday. Oh. So Sunday I slept in, you know. We had, you know, we <laughs> you made it sound like you had to go to work the next day, you yeah, fucking yeah. dumbass. Oh, fucking drunk I got Saturday night. <laughs> I don't even remember Sunday, dude. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. How was your weekend so far, Gabriel? Coming all the way from Chicago. How's it been, man? How's the weather? How's everything? Um. Fuck. <laughs> For those who don't know, he had like two pounds of shrooms before he got here, so there's a reason his no. reaction times were no. so <laughs> He's, he's on another it. plane. I'm just trying to cover for you. <laughs> he's just tons of drugs. He's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of, that's well, a lot of a question. We'll, we'll start with this. How long is the flight from Chicago back um, over to the West Coast? I don't know, but I was like on the plane and I, and I, yeah, I took a plane (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, I fell asleep and I woke up because like my thing said, uh, I was supposed to be here at 10 Uh (coughs) AM and so I, I got on the plane at seven 30 
Oh, short. Yeah, but Chicago time, and then once you get here, the time changes. Yes, you and I woke yeah. up, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm almost home. But then, like, the time went back, and I was like, oh, fuck, I still have two more hours or <laughs> whatever. Rough. Yeah, yeah, like, my, uh, my phone was, like, kept, the time kept on changing. Mm-hmm. Like, it just wouldn't. It would like fuck up. Yeah. So I wouldn't know. I didn't know what time it was. Instead of like asking people what time it, it is, I was just like, I'm just, I feel like we're almost there. <laughs> you just go off the, the You're just it real quick. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's why I went to Asia. Like at a certain point doing But the that's like 13 jump, hours. It's like, you feel like you're cheating time. Like, oh, I'm about to gain a day. And what you realize is like, besides the time you gain in time zone, you lose so much more time from all the dengue fever you got in Vietnam. Like that really. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it really takes a toll. So no matter how many it's a hours, serious you issue you're talking about, <laughs> dude. It's serious. I went to Asia with no vaccinations whatsoever. How did you get through like, the TSA with that? They don't, don't they ask you. They don't screen you for vaccination. They don't give a fuck about they you. Don't screen I have you for some. I have some vaccinations. It's like, hey, are you fucking vaccinated? <laughs> they didn't even no? speak English. Maybe you should go like, there. Look then. at camera. We're taking pictures of you. They don't care about anything else. Nothing <laughs> else. Also, the like malaria. I, I looked afterwards at like hospital for malaria i had been to like two of the biggest hotbeds for malaria in the You're, world wait what any inoculations what a sierra leone next yeah, yeah dude i'm gonna go beach diving at sierra leone you're it's looking for hot spots up. from malaria no i was in like one of the hotbeds like one of the most like active places for like malaria outbreaks and like malaria transfer from mosquitoes and i was covered in mosquitoes the whole time did not get it you didn't get like a repellent wow. or like a fucking net dude there's no amount of repellents for asian mosquitoes okay you think, things are aggressive i think there's a lot of asians in asia dude check out the mosquitoes okay that's where it gets out of hand but no, it's fine so uh so gabe um what are some things that you like some spots or some places that you like didn't chicago don't hookers. have in chicago yeah. that you got back here that you were excited to get again like food or like mm. anything like that in particular yeah, my mom's here, so I was like excited to like see my mom and friends and stuff, and then like uh, a charito burrito. I was gonna say yeah, I'll charito. How's the yeah. burrito scene in uh, Chicago? Oh, uh, oh no, damn. yeah, it wasn't. It's damn. not very good. Damn, damn. damn. Yeah. I've only had a couple. I've like, I really have been uh, like trying to save money, so I don't eat out a lot. Uh, and uh, so far, I'm like disappointed every time I spend money. <laughs> That's right. Do you have any tortillas out there? That'll also you make keep some homemade burritos. In Not there? really. Damn. No. Damn. Damn. So Chicago I've, takes the L. Chicago's yeah, I know. Right. Like Chicago is supposed to be like a food place, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the burger deep dish there. Well, everyone says deep dish is kind of better work. though. Is yeah, I agree. Like, I don't like deep dish so. either, dude. I just like pepperoni pizza. No. I mean, they have pepper. They have Dr Pepper and pepperoni pizza. That's all I need, dude. That's it. That, we just established they don't have good pizza. This is not a compliment to you. You dude. sound like my. No, own. they have good. They have <laughs> good pizza. The deep dish isn't that good. They have like other places. <laughs> the Dr Pepper pepperoni. <laughs> Anthony, <good>. Anthony <laughs> sounds like my uncle that went to California and then just went to the theme park and was like, "That's all I needed to see. Saw it all." <laughs> when he talks about pizza. Wrong about <laughs> <laughs> so, did you know they can still put statues of little people up in Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. He wouldn't say little people. <laughs> yeah, no, he would not say little people. Jesus. We were censoring hypothetical uncles We can't on the bleep radio. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we used all our beeps on Michael's whole string that you will have heard by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be on my story. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That was good times. So, look, we got some, uh, we got some things we got to talk about here a little bit. And we didn't have them on screen, so we weren't going to talk about them. 
but we've got a couple of options here. I think staring into the skid, honestly, we don't want to start with that, but it's kind of like a place to start. What mm-hmm. is staring into the skid? Well, glad you asked what staring into the skid is. Do you know what to do when, when your car starts spinning out on ice? Yeah, you let go. Yes, let go. go. Jesus, take the wheel. Here we go. If it's my time to go, it's why my time would, to go. Why would I drive if Jesus has been watching NASCAR drivers You don't all drive, day dude. You have the robo the wheel. Yeah, that's true. The robot lets me drive. So steering into a skid is when you're spinning, whichever way you're spinning, like your back wheels are spinning out, turn your front wheels that same direction, and instead of keeping the spin, you'll steer into the spin, and you'll regulate and balance yep. out. So this segment is a way for the cowboy rowdy scumbags to kind of kind of steer into the spin of society a little bit and try and get in momentum for something that might otherwise... Yeah be disastrous if you I don't. think that's the first time we said scumbag in like a few episodes yeah and honestly I'm kind of heard about that because yeah. like when we came together I thought we agreed that like the, the scumbag know. tie between us was the strongest maybe you guys yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> I mean look at, just look at Gabe so yeah steering into the skid you know like things in life I feel like we should just things are stop right things now. are spinning out like you described we should just steer into the skid and we'll be straight on what's getting out of control right now in society what's a big one huh. um, I definitely think that uh, I mean but, uh, allowing football players are each other <laughs> <laughs> this is how we cue on our podcast. We go silent I first. See, I start with video the, silence. Then we look at each the, other. I can see the notes. There's no video. Um, <laughs> so sharing this kid, you know, like Read we all notes. we all order pizza, man. Like it's all a thing that we do. And when what? you order pizza, like you want to have beer with your pizza i imagine who, who is ordering beer that doesn't or pizza that doesn't also want beer yeah. so i think you know steering in the skid something that, like pizza companies should do and some that actually have done is you can order beer with your pizza now and they'll deliver it to you You're dude honest. i'm like so it. sorry i'm so lost how <laughs> so is steering into the skid what are you talking so, so Why, I, I think what he's talking about is if society is going to start selling beer with their pizza at the same time what can the cowboy rowdy guys do to get ahead of that curve no, I'm just saying, like, you go to a pizza place and you can buy beer there, and now they'll deliver the beer with the pizza to your house. We're yeah. steering into the skid. Do they card you when, I don't understand. When they get there? I don't think I understand the phrase. <laughs> it's okay. It's whatever. So steering Moving into on. the skid is like a... Something that's going horribly wrong that we're trying to correct. Not right? horribly wrong. It's just something that should happen that we're not letting happen in society, like football players oh, doing okay, steroids okay, 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 like okay, pizza okay. hut delivering beer to your house that, like, that doesn't happen in shit. yes okay um as far as like people in sports taking steroids wait hold on the pizza and beer thing do we just <laughs> yeah. we just yeah. skipped it yeah, no <laughs> we were no we, yeah, we were yeah oh. <laughs> no do we just uh, say I'll one say, thing and well, is that, there a rule i'll say this P- is, i'm totally pizza is doing beer all right pizza is doing beer all right right Michael, that's what you said? Yes, they're delivering beer to your house now. I think that's So smart. they are steering into the skid. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Literally, other companies model. should the, follow it well, and do it, too. You Plus, know, Papa John got into the weed sector. Pizza Hut's getting into the alcohol sector now. Papa John's is doing... What? Yeah, right? What? What? Papa John's that. was, like, a big proponent in, like, weed legalization in Colorado. No, but know. if they sell it with yeah, pizza, I was gonna say I thought you were saying they sell they weed with really pizza now. It. I was like, well, so, oh yeah, a bunch of stoners have like easy access to weed now. That's what should happen. They want pizza, some Papa Murphy's. Little Caesars should just put up those like to go pizza lockers inside of dispensaries. You know, and you yeah. just get your have pizza. you ever seen the Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Yes, yeah, Ben Stiller. So. Yep. Remake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it was a remake. Yeah, yeah, but no, that's good though. It's good. I didn't know it was a remake. 
It's better than the original. So uh, always reference that one. It's got yeah, Ben yeah. Stiller, dude. <laughs> yeah, ben Stiller. Yeah. But it, there's that one part that's really funny because they're talking about pizza places and the mom is like, yeah, I just thought you didn't like going there because it reminded you of your dad. And he was like, you mean Papa John's? <laughs> yeah, like the pizza place. <laughs> but his dad. I think glad garbage bags should be able to look at their customer base and say, how many people are buying this for clothes? And then include all those purchases, a free bag of crack. Locking in the customer base. Uh, like when you're like, how many people use these to get rid of bodies? And then mm. you add like a little packet of lye. Yes. You know a little acid saying? and stuff. Yeah. 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 This would be a good pairing if you could order everything with a natural compliment. Although this is kind of what Amazon's doing. I think Amazon steered way into this kid. That's probably why they're so fucking rich. Yeah. They're on fire. Yeah. Yeah. They really are. <laughs> We need to burn that shit down, though. Honestly, like, uh, like we should just let it burn we, down. We gotta burn that shit. Like down. You should be able to buy a beer at Carl's Jr. I feel like that's fucking that's too dangerous. That's too much. Honestly, man. the only thing that's at Carl's Jr. Steered is into the those. skid, dude. <laughs> Letting football players and every athlete, actually every athlete, take as many steroids as they want and get as big as they fucking want would be they awesome. They would be able to get insurance. What? I'm sh- right? Who cares if they have insurance? They're we're letting them go at it. That's what I'm talking about. Steering into the fucking skid, going back to like like when we were watching them in the Coliseum, like Gladiator days, dude. Letting football players get huge. So like yeah. the '70s. So the Coliseum yeah. days, they took yeah. steroids. That those were huge. I'm just talking people. about letting no, like people in the '70s. That they time were taking was like a shitload of steroids. No, I'm just saying like letting people compete, like like against like I don't know, let these steroid dudes fight like Imagine tigers. Imagine like and they again. let like steroid use but in the UFC. Do. They're all on steroids. Oh yeah, yeah, but so they get flagged for it and penalized and money. Yeah. They're definitely not as huge as they were though back in the day. Or like, like baseball mean. as well, like, like a bunch of motherfuckers oh, yeah. out there with like roid rage. Imagine that. I think they should restrict what sports just so it doesn't get too out of hand a little bit. Dude, the no. advertisers like, would fucking love it. Like golfers should That's be on I'm steroids, saying, dude. Golfers should be Will on that steroids. Help them? It's stupid. They hit the ball like four hundred yards. It's hey, like, if fucking up, Tiger Woods was on steroids, do you think he would have gotten hurt? Dude, I, I, um, just, I, I think he would have. Didn't he like have sex with a bunch yeah, of women? Yeah, he cheated on uh, his wife. That's basically steroids. <laughs> the sex pills. <laughs> Those dick pills will get you. Like, no, dude, I like, just yeah. I think mixing that much. I think mixing a lot of steroids with someone who's like having sex with a lot of women is not a good idea. Why is that? Well, because your heart, dude. Oh, you like your heart, your uh, heart is way your stronger because you know, you're already like <laughs> you're already like un like. <laughs> Out of control with your emotions and steroids doesn't seem like good. Like next. you might choke someone, but, I, but also like finish them off. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And but the, the government shouldn't tell you what you can or can't put in your body. Yeah, I, I, you know, crack sh- should be illegal. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, crack is so easy to make. There's no reason to make it illegal. No, <laughs> there's no reason to make any drugs illegal besides uh, power and money. And like a harm to society, sort of. Like How is it a harm to society? If you have a bunch of people cracked out because yeah. it's legal. Like that's not good for society. That's bad for society. You got a bunch of like fucking crazy people out there. Wait, and you think that it's that there's more good in society right now because of the illegal? Because it's illegal? No, I'm not saying the system is right. I'm just it's flawed. But like, I'm just glad we found this topic. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> like it's definitely flawed. But like. I, you know, it, we, it can be fixed. We don't have to just nix it. Like, it, it can be fixed. Yeah, and fixing yeah, it, it can be is regulated. by legalizing it. Maybe not legalizing it, but, like, providing, like, services to the people that get caught up with it. 
because it's bad for their lives right like it fucks they up do have life. services quote yeah. unquote prison yeah. jail i was actually just talking Those to somebody who's like kind of an activist for this and they work with people who set up like needle ex- no like they, things that are like i would say segues to what he's trying to accomplish which is like instead of having this stigma where like oh you have this thing you're bad if you fall in trouble with it now not only are you uh, you know nefarious in society or whatever we're also gonna lock you up, or we're gonna stick even worse. And give you like you. a felony charge. Maybe yeah, like take yeah. away the felony charge because that like really fucks them. Right? It locks like, you in. It locks you in. Like as it's hard. It's like it just makes right. it infinitely harder to get like a proper job. Right. Everything about it. And I, I see his point. Like in a lot of countries, they've already done these studies where they show you legalize everything. A lot of the appeal goes down. A lot of like the pursuit goes down. Like the rush that comes with using illegals. Well, no, no. I mean the the amphetamines are still there and everything like that. But what they've learned is that like not having that lumbering huge penalty behind you can help you be something that like, curves you away from being locked into drugs. So there's tons of reason behind it. Mm-hmm. But PCP should never be legal. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no it's amount. Like, you're gonna have motherfuckers smoking bath salts. Because like, on their 18th birthday, every kid's like, "Well, might as well try PCP. It's illegal." And they could just like, that's not, that's not true. What if there's just a place you can go? It's like a compound, and they lock you in a like padded room, and you just get to do it for. But <laughs> you have to pay like a bunch. Like they make it like five grand or something, and you get to go and it's do like it. Like discovery in a zone room. for PZP. And you just go back yeah. trampoline walls and just. <laughs> it's like a like all the laxes. yeah all the pads are like LED, so you're just like tripping out Dude, in this I would room. Be so broke or so in debt if that place was real. Because <laughs> every night, Dude. oh my gosh, maybe I do want PZP to be legal. Think <laughs> about make like more things illegal. Illegal. You things. should make more things illegal. Yeah, the more things illegal. No. Think about it, dude. Think about it. I like this. That's Think about what? What things? Like, it's gonna lead to an authoritarian state, but like you know, be a pretty cool authoritarian <laughs> state. All I'm saying is, how are we gonna get the chosen one if the machines do, do, don't take what? over? What? <laughs> oh no, there will not be any chosen ones. What? They have way too much on us, dude. Are you kidding me? Dude, I know the machines haven't come yet. I think I might already Fucking be the chosen Skynet one. Skynet is I'm up, like a dude. Pre-chosen. Pre-chosen. <laughs> Sky this up for reals. Oh, dude, AI. Okay, let me ask you guys this. It used to be you'd say something and all of a sudden ad would appear on your phone on Facebook or something for whatever yeah. you're talking about. Uh-huh. It's gotten fucking weirder. I'll be out and about talking on my phone. I'll see an ad on my YouTube at home. About something that you About something I was talking off. about. So the Facebooks dun, 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 is working dun, 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 with the YouTubes. Dun. Skynet. I'm telling you, some of that shit is, like, the things they'll do to get, like, information out of you is kind of, like, disturbing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the lengths they'll go to just to get, like, your preferences on, like, laundry detergent. And I'll just tell them. They don't got to work that hard. They don't got to be sneaky. They just have a thing on my door, like, we're going to take... See, but, like, you'll tell them a lot of people won't... I won't. I won't. Did like, you do you do the survey? surveys yeah. on YouTube? I always do them. I was going to ask if you got the survey at the mail recently around here. They sent this thing out, and it's a questionnaire, and it's a really good marketing ad. It's like 100 questions, but they're all simple check a box. And at the back page is a dollar. And they're like, here's a dollar for your time for doing the survey. Thank you. The dollar you know, isn't a contract. You can take the dollar. It's okay, but we figure we want to give you something for your time. So I was like, okay, what's my time worth? And I did a, I did a quick equation. I was like, a dollar buys about 30 seconds of my time. So... I'm going to give them 30 seconds. So I started on the questionnaire. Hi, 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 hi. 30 seconds later, threw in the trash. <laughs> Kept the dollar. <laughs> so I'm fair. Um, I'm I, fair. I like that physical mail is still a thing. Mm, like, it I makes don't. me feel like an adult when I, like, <laughs> oh, I got to check the mail. Right after I check my fucking emails and, like, okay. That's your. That's the hallmark. That's all I do. That's and then the I go hallmark. to work and I get drunk and 
well, like, go to work, I get off, and then I get drunk. I still remember the age where, like, I had a key, so I was an adult. I was like, I have a key to something. I'm an adult <laughs> right now. Like, <laughs> I, uh, What's your keychain situation looking like? Oh, I'm so minimal now. Bob yeah, for the just gym, the keys. Bob for the car, key for the front door. Get out of here. I got a CVS card. I got a fucking... Um, don't want to get caught without that CVS card. I got a YMCA you card. You don't want to have your Hey, pants dude, there's down. some serious savings. We'll give you money, dude. You can you tap in your phone number, though. I mean, it's a little thin plastic sliver that takes up zero amount of space. Yeah, choke the fucking turtles. Yeah, yeah. turtles I also have some ripcord on my shit. <laughs> ripcord? Yeah, dude. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you guys have knife keychains? That's something I, I have a knife. For. No. Knife keychains, underappreciated. Very I used cool to have like a little bottle opener keychain, but that was about it. That's as far as I went with that. that. You can sharpen that. <laughs> you can sharpen anything into a keychain knife if you try hard enough. You know, I had, a, I had a big phase in my life where I would just sharpen knives because it like soothed me. Mm. It was around the time where I was really kind of a burden on my family. It, it was so you wouldn't burn the family house down. They're like, just give them as many knives as you can. This is an omen child. What's what's the what's the worst type of burden you've ever been in your life? Oh my god. Uh, <clears throat> so I uh, man, this was probably like fuck. I was like dating this girl in high school, and uh, she was a grade younger than me, and I was a grade older than her, and um. When she graduated high school, she went to school in San Francisco, San Francisco State. And, uh, congratulations. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I moved over there. I don't think I have to tell this whole story. You can condense it. You don't have to. Yeah. Whatever you uh, wish to share. So, anyway, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, okay. So she was like, she was like living with a roommate and uh, I was there so often that she just asked me to end up like move uh, to move in. Yeah. And uh, like it was literally like, uh, like I legit was, I had this long driveway. There was like this, it was kind of like an alleyway type of driveway. You had to like reverse out of Oh, in San Francisco. No, no, no. Before when I, before when I was living here. And so like I had all my stuff packed in my car and stuff. I had like this Jeep. It was my mom's and she gave it to me. And our Mitsubishi Montero, kind of like a SUV Jeep style car. Well, it's not light of the viewers, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm being. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, so like my car was packed and I was like reversing and I was like at the end uh, of the driveway and I got a text and like I looked at the text and it was like, hey, I don't think that you moving here is a good idea. And Ooh, I was like, I'm, I literally don't have anywhere to go. I just moved out of my apartment, you know? Yikes. And so I started driving to San Francisco thinking like, this is. She's just like, I'm going to stay there. This is just one of those moods. Yes, yeah, or something. <laughs> I'm just going to stay there. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm staying there. Like, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what, yeah, I didn't know yeah. what to do. And yeah. I just kept on like, driving there. And, uh, and, um, did it like come to a head? So I was, so I, I think I stayed there like the first couple nights, but I was like, oh yeah, I feel so unwanted. Unwelcome. Yeah. Un- yeah. Like, and like, it was like a here? one bedroom. Oh, fuck. Like, apartment, and it was, like, with all these, like, college kids, and I was, like, not, guy. yeah, and I was, like, not in college, Ooh. and, yeah, Awkward. and Awkward. and I felt like the roommate was, like, this is my roommate's older boyfriend who just quit his job to move in with us, and uh, oh, like he, he used to work at, like, a packing factory in Castroville, so I felt like a big old burden, and then uh, this is, like, the beginning to, like, my burden, like, uh, <laughs> 
and uh, start with the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, really, dude. It was it was really bad. And then uh, <laughs> and so I was like, dude, this sucks. So like, I called a friend who lived in Sonoma. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey man, can I stay with you for a little bit? So I stayed with him. And then I uh, just one morning I just left because I felt like I was a burden to him too. Yeah, <laughs> I was like this sucks. And then I went back to my ex. And then yeah, uh, yeah and then I was like this sucks. Uh, like it just everything just <laughs> sucked. Yeah, I went back to Frisco, and then I just ended up living out of my car in San Francisco oh, for like a few, uh, maybe like a few weeks. But then came back to Salinas and stayed with my mom for a little while, and then went back to San Francisco because I had a job there, oh, okay. and I was like just homeless in San Francisco, like out of my car. I slept at like uh, the truck stop outside of San Francisco, like by the airport, oh. for like a few days, and then. Uh, in like some parking garages, I paid for the overnight pass and oh, I just nice, like, nice. yeah, stayed. And it's then, safe I, there. And, yeah, it's, it's safe. That's why now. I did it. And then I stayed on some streets. Uh, I got ticketed while I was homeless, which kind of sucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They caught you one time. Yeah, but they didn't know I was in the car because you could get in a lot of like in a lot of trouble if you're sleeping yeah. in your car in San Francisco, which I didn't know. Uh, yeah. but I got I got a ticket for overnight parking in like a cleaning zone. It was oh, like. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and then, uh, and then I had an art show, uh, around Christmas time. Uh, and this was like 2012 or something, mm-hmm. maybe 2011, no 2012, but uh, I had an art show with a bunch of friends and, uh, I had some canvases in the back of the car and, um, we were unloading and all my stuff was in the car and they're like, why do you have so much shit in your car? Yeah. yeah and like, kind of like put me on the spot and like, cause no one knew that I was like, uh, living out of my car and like not even my mom. Yeah. And then, uh, they're like, dude, are you, are you Damn, homeless? Like, yeah. Like straight up. Oh, they're like, are you living man. out of your car? Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, it's just temporary. And then they all like called like my homie Phil, who's like my best friend. And they're like, why aren't you letting him stay with you? Like, and just like, yeah, yeah. So I ended up staying with him and it was really cool for a while. And then I started to like, feel like a big old burden. (laughs) And then, uh, and then on top, yeah. And then on, no, 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 no. And then on top of that, uh, I broke my foot skating. And so I was out of work for like six, seven months or something. And that made me feel like even more of a burden because like one time I had to ask him to help me, uh, get out of the tub, like shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I just like spiraled into like a depression uh and that lasted for a really long time and i feel like a burden being back home right now like uh just like a few days that you're here yeah yeah it's like really it's like really hard (laughs) yeah family i feel like the way around family too like you always there's always something to deliver i got a i got a good burden story um this i've actually never told this story so this is exclusive Mm. um when i was 21 years old i got kicked out of my house because i was being a little shit and like staying out till six in the morning like Uh every night like yeah just drinking hard every night, getting home, smelling like cigarettes, weed, and all that good shit. And I come from a super conservative, like, family. And, like, what the fuck happened to him, right? Like, yeah. you know, I, was, I used to be, like, a straight-A student or whatever. That's hard to and, believe. And, uh, yeah, my mom was just like, you gotta get the fuck out of here. You have until the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, I didn't believe her, and I went back, and she was crying, and she was like, get the fuck out. Like, day, get your shit and get out. And I was like, Damn. So I grabbed my charger, some clothes, my toothbrush, some toothpaste, um, a couple of like those like Smucker's jelly, like <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, That's like two water bottles. I was literally kid. like packing a go bag. Like it was <laughs> fucked. I was like, damn, damn, what do I do? I was like thinking of like who I can call. And so I call my dad and he's in like Arizona at the time. Mm. 
And uh, he's like, well, I mean, can you call Joe? Joe is like my godbrother. Like, I've known this dude since I was in diapers and like ride or die type guy. Mm -hmm. Still is. Like, I just fucking saw like a movie with him last week. Nice. Um, So I call him and I'm like, dude, my mom kicked me out. And he's like, fuck, this day finally came then, huh? Because he already knew it was going to happen. Wow, he was way ahead of you. He didn't warn you. He's like, yo, man, like, you got a place for me tonight? And he's like, yeah, dude, come through. Uh, I'll meet you at CVS. I'll pick you up. I was like, fuck yeah. Go over to his house. I instantly feel bad. Because yeah. it's like fucking one in the morning. And you're in someone else's house. That yeah, first and like, time he had a, like, very uncomfortable. He had like a blow-up mattress, and like it was really loud. And I'm sure it woke everyone in the house when he like blew it up. And, like, his dad came out, and, like, he called my dad, and, like, they talked, oh, and, he, like, you know, it was just a bunch, like, for me, like, we come from, like, me and my, like, godbrother come from a place of, like, really proud, you know, like, we don't like needing no shit from other people, and, like, yeah. like, that was it for me, like, that was, like, I was on a cross, and I was like, fuck all of this right now. Man. And then, uh, the morning came, and I was like, thanks, dude, I'm not gonna stay another night. Like, I'm not, I'm gonna find a fucking spot, no matter what. Yeah. And, uh, I got in contact with my dad, he was super helpful throughout all of this which was great but like cool. you know so that makes you feel like a burden no more at, at yeah i still had to helpful. figure out where to stay so i ended up cool. finding a spot like at the place my sister lived at because she lived on her own and so i go there and like spend a year there and just fucking learn how to live on my own mm. like she's literally okay you have a week to get a job like a real job because i was working at little caesars i was working like two days a week <laughs> i went from working two days a week to like 50 hours a week oh that's a rough schedule change yeah, it was a fucking, like, but, like, I didn't feel it, honestly, because it was just necessity at that point. Oh, like, wow. yeah. Like, I didn't even register the pain. Yeah, like, you have the frustration. to do it. Like, it was survival. Yeah. You get to those depths, though. I can't imagine living the way I used to live back then. Nowadays, like, I can't. Like, it's just, I never want to feel that again. Oh, yeah. That's a good thing like, about that being helpless thing. and, like, having to ask for your way through. If it does change you. Like, you grow from it. Yeah, definitely. You got one, Mike? You're just in, in quiet um, resolution over stone there. Stone-faced. I would say I felt like a burden when I was living with my uncle. It's usually because, when you rely on somebody, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had just graduated college, had gotten a bunch of interviews, had this job lined up, and moved in with him because I was transitioning and thought that this job I was going to get was going to be... Transitioning like male to female? No, dude. <laughs> Um, like transitioning from being a college student to being a real adult and, uh, yeah. And, um, had that job. The insinuation that you had. I was going to let you roll. Just keep going. And, uh, I, you know, the job I got was a decent job. I felt like I was going to be able to live on my own in a couple of months, you know, just like save up some money, get a, look, look for an apartment. I was already kind of having all those thoughts. Doing the hustle. And then I failed a drug test at that job for weed. No. Let me ask Even you though I had quick. stopped smoking weed for three months before I took this drug and test. And you too. failed it? Yeah, bro. Really quick. What, what, what kind of test was it? Hair, pee? Pee test. Did they watch you? No. Did you use fake urine? Here's the thing. I was getting there. Um, three months is a long time. Though. Three months is a long time, You should have been clean. So here's well, the thing. I First it test takes failed. Like 24 hours, dude. First test failed. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. It definitely doesn't take 24 hours. You don't know what you're talking about at all. I passed anyway, a drug test let's continue. after smoking weed once. Uh, let's continue anyway. Um, so I, yeah, three months failed and uh, 
had to, uh, you know, try again. And they had told me that I had some time because I was doing good work there. So they were like, you know, we'll give you another shot. Like, I told them straight up what happened. I quit smoking weed after I graduated. And it's just probably some residual, you know, mm. still showing up. Some of that dank shit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, took it again, failed again. How many months was it after that? Like, I want to point out that at the same time I'm going through this, I'm also dealing with the whole thing I told you guys about, where I got in trouble for throwing trash in a dumpster and had to do community service and go to court for it. Yeah, I threw like trash in someone else's dumpster and got like a ticket for like I got charged with theft in the third degree for it. Fuck off! Yeah, dude. For throwing trash away? Yeah, in a dumpster. Yeah. They went chingan los ways. So uh, great, dealing with though. that at the same time I'm dealing with this drug test, I'm doing community service at like a St. Vincent Paul. Is this Paul. in Portland? No, or Washington. 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 Uh, yeah, Washington. And then, uh, like so it's my birthday's coming around, and like my mom's boyfriend got me a thing of fake piss, and he goes, dude, next when you take your test next week, use this. He's like, don't be an Yeah, he's like, it. use this, bro. He's like, it'll work. And I was like, all right. So it was one of those ones, it was like the bottle that had a little temperature gauge on it, and it had a little heat pack that came with it, you know? Uh, so... I yeah I put it on my defrost vent in my car on the way there and just had my defrost on and watched it get up to like you know like 99 55 degrees Uh, I was just watching it yeah and then I had the I had the heat pack in my hand (laughs) yeah I had the hot pack in my hands while I was driving just shaking it up getting it nice and warm and then I rubber banded in the parking lot put it in my underwear and then went inside and uh, how did you feel walking in without your you know strapped to your shit I was like. I was like, this is it right here. This is like... This is the con. This is the last... This Can third time. Say, you got in trouble for throwing trash away? I'm surprised you even tried this shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're going to cut my head off if they find out. Right, that is funny. I'm going to court just like getting, doing fake tests at the same time. That's funny. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I ended up actually passing the drug test. But here's the thing. While I had failed the second drug test, they had suspended me for a month. And within that month, they had found somebody to fill my position yeah. that had already passed the drug test, and they didn't uh, want to bring me back on. Like, so I ended up trouble. losing that job, and then I had to do that community service for like the next couple of weeks, at, uh, which is basically a goodwill. And mm-hmm. I was the dude in the back that takes your donations and goes, hey, you want a receipt for like... How many hours. hours a day would you do I that? that I said I'd do 40 hours. Five. I just want to say it's kind of fucked up that you threw your trash in someone else's bins so they made you collect everyone else's trash from them. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on with this city, dude? The Washington worst part about it is my is lawyer during... The, my lawyer during the fucking thing, we're sitting there in front of the judge and he just looks at Coming me and goes... Trash? That'd be funny. No, he looks oh. at me and goes, dude, I throw trash in, in the dumpster behind our place all the time. And I was just like... Y'all, sir, my lawyer just confessed to a bigger crime. Yeah. Should I do something? Like, I was like, what the fuck, dude? But um, he said, look, we all start trash fires in our neighbor's houses. Okay? Yeah, well, while all that, well, so while all that is going on, I'm living in my uncle's house in his garage, and he has four kids. So I feel like a big burden, big burden. My life is like just shitty. I'm dealing with all this bullshit, and he, but he was like a G. Let me live out there for like almost a year in his place. And then I like got a job, saved enough money to move to California, and then moved to California. Like, got the fuck going. That story resolved so nicely. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. beautiful. Now I'm so here with short. you guys, bro. Dude, mine is so short. It's like this. Like I was homeless. I called my family. I was like, "Can I stay with you?" And my brother was like, "No." I was like, oh, okay. I called my parents. I was like, "Hey, uh, 
Hey, mom and dad, you know how uh, our, our sister, who's like got the, like the drug problem, she's like rehabbing, she's at the house rehabbing. Uh, I'm, I'm not rehabbing. I just need a place to stay. And they were like, pass. <laughs> hard L's on all sides. And I was, uh, you know what? I'm 5'7", so I fit in a car. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> burden removed over that. Like, I felt burdened when making the phone call. As soon as they said no, burden replaced with pure carnal rage and i was like that's fine i can, I can, I can feed myself i'm this mad this is nourishing me <laughs> i'm living this is, off this right this is dark side level anger like i feel great <laughs> i've never had so much energy <laughs> i got a job that day <laughs> good lord <laughs> oh man that's a good time well look we, i don't think we have time for a 30 second pitch we're yeah. gonna post another time but it was a good one you guys are gonna miss it uh, let's do some uh, let's do some takeaways. What you got? What you got there, sir? Um, takeaways. Uh, uh, don't be a shithead and uh, work and make money on your own so you don't have to be a bitch and like be a burden to people. Mm, okay, that's a pretty straightforward takeaway. What you got, Michael? Um, I remember there was something that we we're talking about where Anthony had no knowledge of what he was talking about. Don't steer into a skit. There's, it happens so much though. <laughs> you got scared of yeah, skit it happens. Sandwich. Yeah, it happens so often that I just like forget them. Though, I don't you know, know what the so. fuck you're talking about. It was the timeline on THC leaving the system. His his thought. Was oh yeah. Did you guys coordinate yeah. this? You came up with that. No, it just you it knew just, what he was talking so about. It's so stuck out to me that you said 24 hours. Because every bachelor had, Dude, like, I literally yeah. college party smoked pad, weed everything. one day, took a piss test two days later, and was like, It could have just been not a strong test. I, I think their standards were lower for you. Like, he's yeah. definitely He's high. definitely high. Yeah. Even And I also like how you there. say you <laughs> smoke weed. <laughs> Any level of THC is still going to be in your system, dude. Uh, I sm- it took me three months, dude. That was a lot of weed you were smoking. <laughs> 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 he shooting it straight into his dick, though. <laughs> difference. <laughs> but, strong takeaway, so... Basically, don't don't be a burden. Uh, don't listen to Anthony. Anthony's not yeah. a scientist. So yeah, be a burden essentially. You got any takeaways from your first time on the show, Gabe? Well, what what are, you, what are your thoughts at this point? I feel like um, <clears throat> I should have talked more. <laughs> <laughs> That's everyone's first takeaway. So don't feel bad at all for that. No, I, I mean like you guys should have let me. Talk. <laughs> He's serious too, like <laughs> you fucking assholes. That's awesome. I would say, uh, good episode, good catching up, steering to the skid. Uh, metaphor is not our strong suit, is yeah, what I'd say. <laughs> Metaphors. It's a, a weird. The show's greatest weakness right now. <laughs> a, that was a weird one. <laughs> also, the transitions uh, to it are a little confusing. Yeah. Well, I'll just say this too: people out there for listening, uh, burden is natural, normal. Every work has a burden. There's nothing wrong with being a burden. Yeah, everyone feels that way at some point in life. Yeah, the feeling that way is not the real world scenario. And sometimes you have to recognize that you are. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes your perspective. Sometimes reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to be like, yo, the real ones know when to bounce back. That's what it is. When you when you know that that burden means that okay, I have to make things different now. It's not that things are hard on you. It's that you just got to do a little work in some areas to get things out of that area. I think you also have to like trust people when they tell you that you're that they're okay with having you or mm-hmm. or that they're fine. And if they're lying to you, that's and you are a burden to them, that's their bad after because then they're enabling you. It, to a certain degree, but it's going to teach you like you said those lessons to when to bounce back. You're going to get that barometer for yeah. how much is too much. But yeah, honestly, there's nothing wrong with taking charity and don't let yourself fall in harm's way over yeah. a little bit of pride or ego. You're totally right. 
let's do some uh let's do some ig handles first this time just so we don't miss the dude uh where can they find you michael well underscore m booth on instagram and twitter and then youtube and facebook michael booth how do they find you gabe tell the people uh where can they see you most recently because like i think chicago what's the location of like like a good spot to like see a show of yours uh uh, a date necessarily if it's not pinned down but like just like the general location area do you guys have chicago viewers on this it's it's worldwide I'm sure we will if you promote it while so you're over like, there people are going to be able to in the future be like no stocky people are going to know your dress so just give us whatever you can well uh i'm at the chicago improv on saturdays at nine uh the laugh factory on saturdays at seven um the comedy clubhouse on mondays at uh six thirty. Second city on saturdays at three why are you laughing from improv to second city that's cool most people don't don't fit those in in the same week. Most of them are on Saturdays that I'm doing them. I don't do them every Saturday. Yes, nice. Uh, and then I have a uh, big old tour coming up with uh, Zach Galifianakis <laughs> and Joe Rogan. Jesus. Uh, Dave Chappelle is yeah, doing a few of those saying. dates. That's what I'll say. I knew they added in. And then it will be my first time on a tour bus. Um, oh, they're taking a the bus? No, uh, just me. <laughs> nice. And uh, they were all out of uh, I told them Camrys. That. I was like, I'll just meet, meet, you like guys, bus. meet you guys there. Um, <laughs> and then after the 2020 tour, I'll be back uh, to do XL, you know, just just for right. you guys. Just passing you. through. You got an yeah. IG or, or uh, a MySpace or something? Actually, you. I don't even have any of those. It's weird. You're people just, off? yeah, people know how to contact me. It's weird. Uh, I'm at Tiger Theory on Instagram, Tiger underscore Theory. And uh, when I'm not doing comedy, I work at Whole Foods, so you can find me there in <laughs> Chicago. Like, and I'll just say this, your Whole Foods work, some of your best work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, young Baphomet underscore on Instagram. <laughs> You're so loud. <laughs> This is the most important part to be like. Ben Young Bavamit on Twitter. Follow Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Instagram, you motherfuckers. And check out Young Bad Name if you're bored. Young and bad name. you can find me at on IG and CB Comedy. God, I can't believe it. For the first time, I had a new view on CB Comedy. It scared that me, me so much, I almost took the whole countdown. I was like, I'm not used to it. Yeah, this. it was me. It spooked me. Oh, damn. Yeah, it actually <laughs> was I me. I should have though. taken it down. <laughs> find, me, find me if you can. Find me. Please help. Send the FBI. Find and, me. And, find and, me uh, a lot. Keep sucking them dicks. Peace out. Mucho take it easy. Did you girls. guys talk like